Azeroth history is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Welcome to Azeroth A History, a look into the history of Azeroth and how it pertains to World of Warcraft today. I'm your co-host, Bam Bam Anderson. And I'm your co-host, Winota Stark, a.k.a. Senpai. That's right, I'm going by my chosen name now. Good stuff. Yeah. Alright. So, here we go. Um, last time, we talked a little bit about the Lich King, but we didn't get into a lot of a deep dive. No deep diving today. No... Well, last last time. There, Yesterday's today, today. Today's the deep dive. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Also, sorry for the sound quality change. Um, I did a bad. <laughs> yes, you did. They. they. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I did a bad. So we're in a different sound booth with a different mic, and uh, it's different. <laughs> it's, like, cozy, a little cramped. I'm channeling my inner Harry Potter Fuck yeah! I guess I'm also channeling my inner... You know what I saw at the store when I went to go get water? A Harry Potter thing with, like, young Harry. Like, little Harry. Like, first Harry. A little baby Harry. Yeah, I don't know why that's still going out, but it's still going out. Anyways, um, and so given how short our episode was last time, though, we probably could have done a little bit more of a deep dive, but it's fine! Because I didn't want to focus on the Lich King. Who wants to focus on the Lich King? We do. Well, Today. Yeah, I was going to say, I do Um So I mentioned before he became the Lich King, Nerzil was tricked, um, but I didn't talk about how, mm. so we get to go into that today. Ooh. Um, and we talked about how great his connection was to the ancestors before all of that, and yeah. Um, one very important thing to know before we kind of get into all this is that Nerzul was married to Rul Khan. Oh my. Yeah. A little, little romance. Yeah. And then she died nine years before the Legion discovered Draenor. Okay. Uh, and she was one of the spirits that would speak to him quite regularly. All and, right. And bring him comfort. Aw. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Kind of like how I wish certain ghosts in my life would instead of fucking with my cat. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, but I, someone I didn't mention the last time is Gul'dan, who was Ner'zhul's apprentice. Yes. Um, Gul'dan is an orc who didn't have any clan, and he kind of, like, made his way over to the Shadowmoon clan, and mm-hmm. sort of fit himself in, we'll say. Just found him a niche. Yeah. Where his ass could sit nicely. Yeah, pretty much. If I fits, <laughs> I sits, and all that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, he was also working, though, with Kil'jaeden already at the time. Oh, snap. Yeah. So he's already with the with the Legion. So great. Um, and he actually lied through his teeth about his history <laughs> when he got there, too. Well, I mean, you kind of have to. Yep. Um, and we won't go into that today, because Gul'dan deserves his own episode, and there's a whole bunch more shit that he did. Um, but yeah, he lied through his fucking teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Uh, this is actually this was all actually really key to how Kil'jaeden also tricked Ner'zhul in the first place. Um, Gul'dan used fell energy to piss off the elemental spirits. Oh my! Threw everything out of the out of balance and <laughs> everything cut off uh, contact with Ner'zhul. Oh my gosh! Isn't that so mean? Oh my yeah yeah, <laughs> that's some choices. 
Yep. And then, so finally, uh, Rokan visited Ner'zhul in his dreams, except mm-hmm. it was Kil'jaeden. Oh. Yeah, using her image. And that's how he tricked him into, into like, siding with the Legion. That's fucked up. That's so mean. It's like using the image of his dead wife. Hmm. God. Right? Yeah. That's, like, some manipulation 101 right there. Yep. Uh, and then he used the threat of the Draenei um, oh. on Draenor to kind of take get Ner'zhul into taking up the title of the War Chief of the Orcish Horde. Hmm. Yeah. It's great. Um, when Ner'zhul finally got to turn away... Ooh, that's lint in my pocket. Hmm. Uh, when Ner'zhul finally got to turn away from Kil'jaeden's influence, he traveled to Ashagun, where the real Rukan was like, Fuck you. Fuck you! <laughs> Pretty much. And, like, all of the ancestors were like, you were deceived, and we don't give a shit anymore, and turned their backs on him. Oh! So, first, he gets left by the elementals yeah. because of Gul'dan. Aww. And then, because he was tricked, all of his ancestors were like, you can't make up for Aww. <laughs> Aww. So- Heartbreaking. Poor Ner'zhul. He's He's kind of sad. He's kind of a sad story here. Later on, I don't like him, but here he's sad. <laughs> this, so this is when Gul'jan... Uh, Gul'jan. Hi, words. Uh, this is when Gul'dan and Kil'jaeden sort of took him out, uh, not killing him yet, but yeah. they like took the power from him, and Gul'dan was in the top seat. Uh, we're going to skip a few things here, because they're not very important to this bit of the story, but they're important to other bits later on that we'll talk about later. Um, so... What, then we get to Ner'zhul trying to betray Kil'jaeden again and escape Draenor through the portals. Um, first thing he did... Uh, so first thing, when he opened the portals, yeah, he he had to tap into an immense power to do it, and it actually ripped apart the planet. Oh my gosh. And it created Outland. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like Outback? Like the steakhouse? No. Like maybe some bloomin' onions? Because, like, that sounds delicious. That sounds so much more delicious than what it is. No, this is uh, this is where we get to go back in uh, Burning Crusade. Okay. Yeah. So completely cool. different than Outback Steakhouse. No bloomin' onions. Although you could probably make some while you're playing it. Yeah, but then your keyboards and shit get all greasy. That's why you have Kleenex on the side. Am I the only one that actually like plays with napkins and stuff and wipes my hands occasionally? My keyboard is still pretty nasty. I'm, I'm not going to deny this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kil'jaeden doing his thing. Trap Ner'zhul through Rose and Throne. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, something that wasn't in my notes before was there was a full suit of armor actually crafted to be in that Frozen Throne. Okay. So, it's basically just a big chunk of ice around a giant set of armor. Yeah. Cool. Also with a sword. There's also a sword in there. Ooh. So, it's kind of like Iron Man meets King Arthur. No. Yes. No. Yes. If if you besmirch the name of Iron Man again, I'm I'm going to smack you. <laughs> yes, Daddy. <laughs> Today on Azeroth, a king story. <laughs> it's always a king story if I'm involved. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Fuck, this is going to be so hard to edit later. (laughs) I'll have you know that every time I have to edit, like, the parts where you make me laugh this hard, I also have to laugh that hard when it happens. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm weak. That's good. I'm laughing you through the screen. And then I also do it again when I'm listening to it later. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mentioned that he turned Arthas. Uh, there's a lot more to that story that we haven't gotten into. Cool. Uh, so first, let's talk about Arthas himself. Wait, hold on, hold on. Did mm-hmm. I literally just make a King Arthur joke, and now we're talking about somebody named Arthas? This is so good. This is, like, divine. And Magical. I mentioned last time that Arthas is a different a, a different variation of the name Arthur. Right? Whoop! Yeah! Jokes that come around! <laughs> you nerd. I love it. Alright, so we're going to talk about Arthas. So he's the prince in the era of the Lord on Throne. Okay. Uh, born four years before the opening of the Dark Portal. Very peaceful time. None of the trolls were really invading in this part of the world. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, get back, trolls. Keep your business. Yeah, uh, and all the human kingdoms were doing pretty well and uh, were very friendly. Cool. Um, now, part of the first war did include the destruction of uh, South Stormwind in the south. Um, <laughs> south Stormwind in the south? Yeah. I, I can't talk, okay? And I wrote I keep writing things really weird, and then my brain is trying to put them together, and it's not working. Have so you the tried southernmost human kingdom proofreading? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, man. Proofread. Yeah, maybe I should hire somebody to help me do that. Um, anyways. It oh. can't be me. No, it can't be you. Outsource. Yeah. Get somebody else to be your bitch. I gotta get somebody else to do this who plays well so that they know what's going on. Um, a lot of citizens of Stormwind uh, traveled to Lordaeron, including Prince Varian Rin, uh, and the two of them became friends. Oh, Prince boys! <laughs> I smell a Yahweh. No. No Yahweh. Sorry. Um, at the end of the Second War, Prince Varian went home back to Stormwind after they rebuilt it. And Arthas lost the only person he could talk to about the situation he was in. Secret Yahweh. I mean, hey, maybe. I have some stories to tell you later, though, that I'm so excited about. It's going to be a while before we get to them. (laughs) Ooh, anticipation! (laughs) With with the now current King of Stormwind. Oh! And a dragon boy. (laughs) See? It just runs in the blood. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yep, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun to tell you that story. <laughs> All right. Um, so it was through Varian as well as Murdered Bronzebeard that Arthas actually learned to fight, um, and he also learned the ways of the light from Uther the Lightbringer. Later on, becoming a Knight of the Silver Hand at nineteen. Knight of the Silver Hand. Yeah. So Order of Paladins. I'm pretty sure that's the Order of the Wormtails. That's a different thing. That I don't know what that's from. Wormtail had a silver hand after he cut it off to help resurrect Voldemort, and Voldemort was like, you did good. Here's a silver one instead. Hey, Luke Skywalker also had a silver hand. Because it was metal. It was the same hand. (gasps) Wormtail is Luke Skywalker! No! (laughs) We can't. No! No. Yeah. Luke Skywalker would not be that cowardly. Too late. I said it, so it's real. Take that, you sister kisser. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not letting you besmirch the name of Luke Skywalker. Either. You gotta let me besmirch the name of something. You got too many long... Take Your list is too long of undesmirchable. Take Nerzul. Take Gul'dan. <laughs> so far, those are the names that we've done so far. Actually, you could also take Arthas. Go ahead. <laughs> take Arthas. 
so now a paladin and the crown prince. Over the years, he also met Jaina Proudmore and escorted her over to Dalaran, where she would learn to become a sorceress. Ooh, a proud sorceress, I get. More proud. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And she's fucking powerful. Mm, I do love me a powerful woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, you'd love Jaina. You would, you'd love Jaina. Um, the two would later fall in love, become engaged publicly with both their parents' blessings. Aww. she's also a noble. Heteronormativity. Yeah. How quaint. I mean... And outdated. I've got some hopes for the future, but we'll get there. <laughs> uh, this was also broken off by Arthas so that they could both focus on their own commitments before finding each other again a little, little later on. Does that work out? Because in my experience, I really love you and this is a great relationship. I just want to take some time to figure out me, you know? Doesn't it work out with you all getting back together? Let's get a little more into the story. <laughs> Because that's not where it ends, obviously. Jaina <laughs> um, and Arthas were sent to investigate the plague that was turning the people into scourge. And on the way back to Lordaeron, they stopped at a town where some of the grain had been distributed. Uh-oh. Yep. So Jaina went off to find Uther. Okay. And, co- uh, and come back to this town where the town was destroyed and Arthas was forever changed. Oh. And I think this is kind of Trauma. the beginning of his fall. Yeah. Um, that PTSD will get you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so then, the, this is when they finally travel to Stratholme, and even though Jaina had seen what had happened to the other town, she couldn't bear to watch Arthas actually, you know, call the town. This is mm. the calling? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Murder. Yeah. Murder, most of all. Oh, the murder. Um, Uther refused to comply, and Arthas sent the knights away. So he just did it himself? Yeah, like a one-man murder fest. Pretty much. I'm gonna save you all the burden of killing because it gets me off! Is really, really all I'm, I'm picking up from that. There. I don't know if it got him off yet. Maybe later. Um, Alright, in Stratholme, I forgot to mention also, Arthas was going after the head lieutenant of the Legion in the area, Malganus. Okay. Um, Dreadlord was in charge of making sure all the grain was distributed and all that. You yeah. Know, blah, blah. Um, and making sure that there would be more Scorch forces. forces. I can't say that. I can't say... Those two words together are the fucking worst. Scourge first. Scourge I just thought we call it Scourge first forever okay, now. that's fine. Uh, and then Malganus escapes basically saying, like, Hey, see you in Northrend. Bye! <laughs> Does like a little like the Roadrunner where there's just like a cloud of smoke left where she was. I am absolutely cool with that headcanon. <laughs> that's not what happens in the dungeon, but that's not what I'm I gonna mean, see every time. In I my go in experience, there. it's best not to talk about what happens in the dungeon. <laughs> and that's two. <laughs> this is episode. <laughs> Which is gonna turn into six. <laughs> So Arthas followed him north, uh, and he ran into his old mentor, Muradin. Ooh! Sup, uh, mentor! Yeah. Uh, so Muradin and his men were looking for Frostmourne, and even though that wasn't Arthas's goal, he's like, all right, let's go ahead and join you. Um, and while they were looking to find the sword, an emissary was sent from Lordaeron to be like, hey, Arthas, you need to go back home and take your men with you? Like, fucking no. Get your shit together, Arthas. <laughs> Rebellious prince. It's Fuck. time for dinner. You should have been home by sundown. <laughs> Didn't you hear me ringing the bell? Arthas. 
I mean, it was, it was a lot longer to travel than that, but yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, and this is kind of where he starts making some other interesting decisions. Uh, his men were making an array for the ships, and then he went and found some mercenaries to burn the ships. And then when his men got there, he turned on the mercenaries and was like, You burned our ships! You need to die! And then they killed all the mercenaries. <laughs> I mean, sounds like he's horny for murder to me. Yeah, this I think this is like where it starts happening. <laughs> I mean, who's to say it wasn't started when I said so? Uh, you know, it might have. I'm not sure, though. I don't have a clear... I, I'm not Arthas. I didn't meet Arthas. I can't say exactly what he was thinking. I'm just going to think I'm right. Okay, that's fine. Um, Meriden and Arthas finally found the cave where Frostmourne was, uh, so it was separate from the throne for whatever mm. reason. I think when it was like coming through the atmosphere and you know breaking up and it's burning up on reentry and shrapnel and yeah exactly. words ice <laughs> ice um uh so then Murden was the only one who could read it for some whatever fucking reason and told Arthas like hey no this this sword is cursed we should not touch it you should forget your vengeance you know, your your lust for vengeance here and just go the fuck back home and take care of your people. Oh, are you filled with vengeance? Here's this sword that has terrible, 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 awesome power. You don't want it. Go away. This is basically what happened. Yeah. Um, Sounds super convincing. Because Arthas is a stubborn bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he asked the spirits that were in the cave to release the sword because he would give anything or pay any price if only they will help him save his people. Ooh. So he's, he's got a good... He's coming from the right place. He's just doing it wrong. He's a Marvel villain. You know, like, the road to hell and, it's like... paved with good intentions. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the, the, yeah that, that is the story of Arthas. <laughs> Come on, Arthas. It, it, oh, it gets worse. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I love kicking people when they're down. Yep. Um, and then, so, when the when the sword was actually released, uh, a rogue shard of ice knocked Murden out. Oh. And then Arthas was called by the weapon, dropped his hammer, his holy hammer, and left his friend for dead. Oh. And then set off oh. to find Malganus again. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You're not surprised. Mm. I'm not surprised either. What a butt. <laughs> Um, and then he actually destroyed all of Mulganus' army huh. and confronted Mulganus again. And Mulganus was like, oh yeah, that voice that you're hearing through the sword? Yeah, that's the Lich King. And you're one of us now. Ha! <laughs> and then this is where Mulganus gets a little bit of a surprise. Arthas is like, yeah, and he's telling me to kill your ass. Ooh, <laughs> switcheroo, them tables be turning, yo! Yep, because Lich King subverting all of the Legion, and then he kills Mulganus. I mean, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, it's good. Um, and then this is kind of like when Arthas became the first of the Death Knights. Or okay. The, sorry, the first of the Lich King's Death Knights. Specific Death Knights. Yes, because there, there was more before. Mm. But we'll get into that another day. Death um, night, death night. Da, 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 da. That oh man, like a great I can't party. Just... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, he also killed a, a lot of his men at the, at this point too, and some of them were raised as fellow death knights under his like leadership. Cool. Um, and he eventually killed Lordaeron. Wait, what did I just say? He eventually returned to Lordaeron. 
Okay. I think that's what I said. No, he no, said I killed. Think, okay. He re- eventually returned to Lordaeron. Koi. Uh, and killed his dad. Huh. And sk- set his scourge on the city. And Scourge Verge! Yep. <laughs> scourge Verge. Uh, and then ran rampant through the kingdom. Uh, As one does. Uh, he also found out that... Dick in hand, I hope. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he also found out that the sword is designed to steal souls, and that the first one it claimed was indeed Arthas himself when he picked it up. Huh. Yeah. And then Uther and Arthas finally came to blows, and Uther almost won. Uh, Lich King sent Arthas like a surge of power, and then Arthas killed Uther. With that scourge verse. <laughs> well, it's just him. <laughs> Scourge first. <laughs> he is the scourge first. At that point. Exactly. He feels the scourge first. I swear to God, that has to be a t-shirt at some point. Scourge versus. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested, let us know, <laughs> please. Um, Arthas then headed north for Quelthalos, uh, which was the home of the high elves. Oh yes. And the best, I mean, all the best elves are high. Toke toke. Oh shit! I gotta tell you about elves one day. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you about elves one day. Specifically these elves, because they're different from the night elves. Yeah. Um, when I'm sorry, but the very little experience I have IRL with World of Warcraft is including the episodes of Community. And, like, when uh, Chang dresses up as a night elf. That's, okay, first of all, that's D&D. Second of all, that's same a drow. Thing. Also same thing. No. Well, that's what popped in my head, so you get the details anyway. I love that episode of Community, though. It's a good one. I, it makes me almost interested in, uh, in that stuff. Almost. <laughs> the keyword being almost. I mean, if get I can me just in get a you room, a little bit further. Right? Get me in a room with the right people and like an understanding that I'm going to be drinking or smoking or something. Oh, that's I'm, fine. I might be convinced. I mean, I'd probably sm- be smoking too. It's fine. I, I probably won't be drinking though. So. <laughs> that's okay. I'll drink your, your portions. That's totally fine. I'll just kind of pour for you. Exactly. But not like I did at my 18th birthday. oh my god (laughs) oh god i spilled a whole bunch of like cooler all over oh yeah you know like the classic coolers that you get when you just turn 18 and all the rest of your friends are like 16 or 17 you know the two liters of Yep. I don't even know if they still make this. I don't anymore. think so. I haven't seen them anywhere, like, like not for a long time, because I used to get a little giggle every time I saw them in the store. But no, <laughs> doesn't happen anymore. Memory. Come, bring it. Bring back Vex. <laughs> Hashtag bring back Vex. Uh, maybe not, because I'm pretty sure that would not do very well for me. <laughs> Probably not, but I could just drink it in front of you, or you could just keep pouring it on me, and it would be funny. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> or we'll go find some of the new, the new generation of. Oh, I, isn't that four loco? I, I hear all no kinds idea. of stuff about that. I don't drink anymore. I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right. So, back to the story. Yes, Arthas did end up getting through to Silvermoon City, but on the way there, he met a lot of resistance, specifically from Sylvanas Windrunner. Okay. Um, and her forces. And he finally caught up to her, and he killed her, and because of, like, all of her, like, 
basically not wanting to let him win, um, he decided to kind of punish her. Instead of just letting her soul be claimed, he twisted it and turned her into a banshee, and then he locked her body up in an iron coffin and then, like, kept that nearby just to taunt her. <laughs> Damn! Because, like, when you turn into a scourge, you still have, like, you're, you still have your mind. You're just under the control of the Lich King. Yeah. But, like, fuck, that's gotta suck. <laughs> Damn! Yeah. That's some evil shit. Yeah. But, I mean, banshees are pretty great. I, I have respect. Oh, absolutely. I may or may not have been called a banshee in my life. I can't wait to tell you more about Savannah's later. Oh, I'm so excited. That one's coming up, I think. Because, uh, yeah, there's some stuff happening in current game. Oh, boy. I just, I'm waiting for a little bit more of it to be fleshed out because I'm scared of how it's going to go and we don't have any, like, substantial clues. Mm. Sorry, no, we have substantial clues. We don't have anything confirmed. Oh, yeah. So there, there's a lot that they could do with it. I'm like, ah. All right, so he did join the Legion in Kalimdor to undermine their plans, um, and also told Illidan how he could also undermine the Legion. So they were kind of, not buddy-buddy, but like, hey, yeah, I'm trying to do that too. Uh, here's how you could do it. Your enemy is my enemy? Well, let's be friends. Uh, Acquaintances who help each other do, do, do shit. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah, that one. Um, and then he, uh, uh, and then he went back to Lordaeron, uh, to get rid of the few remaining humans in the kingdom. Get rid of them all. Humans are the fucking worst. We're humans. I, I stand by <laughs> my point. Uh, okay. And then he scared off the Dreadlords that were just kind of left there to oversee the kind of happenings happening in the kingdom. Um, and this was around the time the Lich King's powers got subverted by the ritual that we talked about last time that Illidan did. Oh, yes. Um, and Sylvanas was able to break free of the Lich King's mind slavery. Uh, she met with the Dreadlord secretly, and they planned to assassinate Arthas since, uh, he also had less power. Cool. Yeah. Um, so first they ambushed him in the city, and he ran off, uh, with the few loyalists he could find. And Sylvanas' banshees came to escort him to safety, hmm. or so they said. Uh, well, that was happening. Sylvanas was able to get her body back. Snap. Yep. Uh, the cool thing about this is she still kept her banshee powers. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, and then she popped out in the forest, shooting him with an arrow, and ultimately got chased off before she could actually kill Arthas. God damn it. No. And then the Lich King then instructed Arthas to go back to Northrend because the throne was under attack. Whoa-oh! Uh, and then we're going to do a little bit more time travel here because there's a whole bunch of more stuff that I want to go into, again, in future episodes because there's more... There's It, it gets complicated. Um, and we're going to time, time warp to when Arthas gets to the throne itself. Ooh. Uh, he meets up with Illid again. Ill- I can't talk. Deep <laughs> breath. Me- Red leather, yellow leather. <gasps> <laughs> he meets up with Illidan again, uh, who is attacking some of the Scourge monuments. And he finally does make it to the ice. Oh, oh yeah. Then they duel, and uh, Arthas almost dies, and he slashes Illidan. I mean, how many times can this guy almost die? Is his name Rasputin? Am I right, ladies? (laughs) I think Rasputin. I I think that would be Xavius. I think. Okay. <laughs> We're shrugging at each other. <laughs> what great audio. Shrug. I know, right? There needs to be like a sound effect for shrugging. 
I'm just, We're not a cartoon. Um, <laughs> I focus on my inner Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that was really good. That was a little scary good. All right. Uh, he finally does make it to the ice fire where the frozen throne is at the top and makes his way up. Oh, um, and then he does come to the throne, which has the full armor. And yeah, so then he takes Frostborn, smashes the ice that is holding the armor, picks up the helm, and puts it on. Oh, And snap. emerges with Nurzul to become the one personality of the Lich King. Oh, snap. Yep. So, That's some, like, eternal marriage shit. I hope they, I hope they like each other. It's bonded together like that. Uh, there's more. <laughs> uh, this was all in the lead up to World of Warcraft and through the Warcraft 3 campaigns, as well as the book about Arthas. Um, and the Lich King is relatively silent, aside from just keeping his army going throughout Azeroth. Okay. At that point. But what does this have to do with now? What does that have to do with now? Well, you probably guessed. We have to check the auction house first. Fuck yeah! That was a high five. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I'm learning my cues, guys! Yeah! Cues! If you like what we do, consider donating through our Patreon at patreon.com slash senpai and banbam. That's senpai with two Ps. Yes. If you're unable to do that, we would also appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast service that you use. It helps us open up to a wider audience. You can also share us with your friends, family, guildies, whoever. We need more friends, guys. Just yeah. get people to listen. We need more friends. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us over on Discord, there will be a link in the show notes to join that. It is open to everyone with a patron-only section. That's right. Secret special patron-only. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, you can also email us at senpaiandbambam at gmail.com. That's senpai with two Ps. And we'll find a place to answer your questions. Uh, also, I haven't announced it yet on YouTube, which I will be doing soon, but we're going to be doing something for Patreon. Heckin' yeah, we are. Um, I'm going to make Bam Bam sit through a whole bunch of old machinima. I'm so excited. You I look even so excited. <laughs> downloaded a thingy onto my laptop so we can do it. Yeah, uh, basically, it's basically going to be reaction videos, but with a whole bunch of uh, machinima. If you have any machinima that you want me to show Bam Bam, if it's not already on my list of things to show Bam Bam, I will absolutely add it. Uh, send me an email over at senpaiandbambam at gmail.com, um, or you can even link it to me in Discord, whatever. It's going to be... I have a huge list. Oh, I can't it's wait. It's going to be fun. What is she? What are they going to scar my eyes with next? So much shit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, most of it's pretty okay. Most and it's going to happen okay. at my apartment, which is good. So I'll be able to take like some nice bong rips beforehand. <laughs> so it's, it'll be nice. You have to see it. It's colorful and swirly and pretty. Ooh. I find bongs are hard on me. That's the opposite. I, like, they, I find them so much less harsh. Yeah. If you're only doing like single hoot sizes instead of like packing a whole bowl and assuming that you're going to know when to stop. Works pretty good. Yeah, okay. Ow, my ear. Alright, so now normally the now part is usually everything that's right now in Battle for Azeroth. Normally now means now, but today now means later. It means earlier. <laughs> it means a time other than now. Yeah. Uh, it would leave me with a lot that it wouldn't leave me with a lot that I could actually put in this episode. Oh, fair. So, so we're just kind of moving forward in time to close to now. Uh, but not earlier. close to now. We're going to the Wrath of the Lich King, which is way back in 2008. Holy fuck. 
which was four years after WoW was released, but only two years in canon game time. So I'm really sorry for anybody else who feels really old on that. That's 11 years ago. Oh, I know. You said 2008, and I was like, oh my god, so like when we were first becoming friends? That was when I graduated. <laughs> so it was, even, it was after that. Fine. Fuck, I graduated high school in 2008. <laughs> I didn't. I'm still young. <laughs> yeah, you'll get there. <laughs> You're youngin'. <laughs> Back in bad days. Um, the Scourge has been quietly making a comeback Ooh. in the time of the Wrath of the Lich King. In the pre-patch event leading up to the expansion, we got a zombie plague invasion. Okay. Which I think you would have loved. Really? Um, this was, yeah. This was when players could become infected with a zombie virus. That would eventually turn them into a zombie. Oh, snap. And then we could play as a zombie, <laughs> trying to infect other people. Oh my god, yeah, that actually sounds pretty good. It was so good. And so, yeah, you had to... I'll I, fuck all you up. So I'm gonna bite everybody. Just a little nibble from everything. I was also It'll be like not... me at a buffet, you know? Just, like, take a bite out of everything. <laughs> exactly. That's basically how this went. <laughs> Especially in my guild. My guild was mean. <laughs> Uh, once the actual expansion hit, we head out to Northrend uh, to fight the Lich King's forces. We also get sent back to the Calling of Stratholme and play through the dungeon. Um, not the same dungeon. Eyebrows. Stop raising your eyebrows. Eyebrows. <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> Such great audio. Eyebrow lift. <laughs> hey, again. If... Sound effects. Hmm? Twink, twink, twink. <laughs> Comment somewhere and let me know if those sound effects sound like eyebrows and I'll use them in the future. Okay, thanks. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I swear to God, if we ever get into, like, animation and that's not the sound effect with the eyebrow lift, I'm gonna, like, cry. <laughs> I will do my best to use that. I will I will become my own sound effect machine to, to make up for the fact that my beautiful and amazing facial expressions are lost in this medium. We'll have to, like, get a soundboard, I think, eventually. For... We'll yes! Oh, yeah, I could be one of those douches on the radio. <clears throat> I mean, that's what we're doing. It's a podcast. Blah, 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 blah! Dab, dab! Yeah. It's gonna be good. She just physically dabbed. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm trying this new thing where I sound effect my my movements. It's great. I love it. <laughs> Anyways, Alliance players also get flashback scenes to Arthas' uh, Arthas's mission with Mirrodin uh, to find Frostmourne. Uh, and there's also a point where we can play through as Arthas when he's killing his own men and when he duels Illidan. In case you just want to feel what it feels like to murder your people who trust you. <laughs> Uh, we also got our first hero class in World of Warcraft, the Death Knights. Ooh. Which I played one for a from very long time. The other Death Knights? Well, because like, they're basically like dead and unholy paladins. Okay. Sweet. Except almost everybody can be a Death Knight, and like only, I think, two races, I think, at the time could be a paladin. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that now they've added a, little, a whole like, bunch racially more. exclusionary. It makes sense lore wise. I'll have to explain that another day, though. Um,. And I will go further into the Death Knights in a future episode, because that is all much fun. But by the time Arthas is Lich King, he has his eyes set on his old kingdom, and he starts raising pretty much anything he can into a Death Knight. Which is kind of where they come from. You are a Death Knight! You are a Death Knight! You are a Death Knight! Kitty Cat Death Knight! 
Puppy dog death knight. Pretty Woo much. Cow death knight. Death knight. There are Torin death knights. Sweet. <laughs> she looks so happy. Like, just that self-satisfied grin. I love it. Uh, but that's where you start as a player, as a knight of the Ebon Blade. Cool. So, so it's the order of death knights that, at the time, followed Arthas. Cool. Um, newly raised death knights uh, under Arthas's rule do some very evil things which we'll get into later. Um, and we encounter some of the forces that we later see as bosses in Naxxramas. Okay. Yep. Um, and we're kind of all working together at that point. Um, we're all in this together. Except then the Death Knights finally break free from Arthas's hold, from the Lich King's hold, really. Um, finally able to join the Horde or Alliance, very similarly to how the Forsaken broke their hold of the Lich King. Um, Aside from the fact that they're actually welcomed <coughs> back to their factions, for the most part. Um, at least from the, like, head leaders. Well, that's nice. Yeah, so, like, the King of Stormwind. But, I mean, they're not called the Forsaken, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the King of Stormwind welcomes them back, as well as the Warchief and Orgrimmar. Awesome. Um, it's so heartwarming. Yeah. Also kind of, like, really shitty for the Forsaken, eh? I mean, they should have thought better. You know? It's their own fault for being Forsaken. Right? No! They're called Forsaken because of... I, I, it just shows that as time goes on and we go through things more than once, people have the ability to change for the better. That's true. I just perhaps I wish it worked out better for them, which we'll we'll talk Don't about. Don't we all? Yeah, we'll talk about that later because that has uh, stuff for the current game too. But that's that's going to be a whole different episode. You hear that, guys? There's going to be tons of these. The tons. I have so much. Alright, so, in Northrin, we come upon Agrathar the Wrathgate, which is a huge wall between Icecrown and Dragonblight. Okay. Um, and it's the first major confrontation we have with the Lich King himself. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I showed you the uh, remastered um, video of yes. it that someone made. That yeah. They did such a good job. Right, um, it was very visually stunning. Yeah. Uh, so this is when the rogue Forsaken forces pelt the Lich King and everyone in the area with their own plague that they made to counteract any of the Scourge's powers. Right. Take that, motherfucker! Yep. And it almost worked. And then Arthas fucking walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Red Dragonflight comes in and roasts everything with fire. Yep. Which is the only way to get rid of the plague. Destroy um, it. Yep. Two important things happen at the Wrathgate. First, an orc named Draenosh Sourfang goes up against the Lich King and dies. Yep. Um, and then he later gets reanimated into a Death Knight. Okay. Um, and also a boss in the in the raid. Uh, second, the Alliance commander and paladin named Bolvar Fordragon doesn't die. <laughs> yes. But he gets roasted by the Dragonfire. The Red Dragonfire. So the thing with the Red Dragonflight is that their their purpose is to give life. Okay. So by killing him, quote unquote, killing him with fire, they didn't kill him. Okay. <laughs> they just kind of left him a charred corpse thing. I don't even know what to call him. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he later gets captured by the Lich King, but no one actually knew that until way later. Okay. When we actually go into Ice Crown Citadel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, the first raid of the Wrath of the Lich King was Naxxramas. There's no official story as to how the bosses actually survived the original vanilla raid. Yeah. And then, you know, came back for Wrath. I'm just going to assume that he re-raised them. Um, alongside Ice Crown Citadel raid came five, uh, three five-man dungeons that are also connected to the Citadel. Nice. Uh, the, the, the Forge of Souls is the first in timeline, basically just a test against Scourge. 
Um, and then the next one is the Pit of Sauron, okay. where the Horde follows Sylvanas' orders to confront the Scourge. Uh, and then the Alliance followed Jaina's forces. And this is where we see like them actually mining the blood of the old god. Okay. To actually make all of their metal. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, they're metal. They're congealed blood metal. Super metal. Super Yo. Yeah. Metal. I need to also point out she's doing air guitar when she does that. Again, I'm just making sound effects to match the body movements that I do. I need to like, I do. get a video of you just doing the air guitar because it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, the halls of reflection are it's the private chambers of the Lich King that he's made in his citadel, and it's the only place where he really lets his guard down, so he okay. doesn't feel bad putting Frostmorn just like in the room there. Yeah. Um, and then we confront him in there, and then we have to run away and escape the instance, and that's how we win that instance. Um, in terms of current playthrough for uh, time walking, when we get time walking, we get to go into Pit of Sauron. Okay. Um, and uh, we get dropped down to level 80 and play through. That's exciting. <laughs> She's stretching. <laughs> All right. So finally, the Ice Crown Citadel raid. We deal with the last of the Lich King's forces, and we hear Bolvar screaming. Screaming! Yeah, and this is when we find out that Bolvar wasn't alive the entire time. Alive and screaming! Since the Wrathgate. Uh, we finally get up to the Frozen Throne where the Lich King sits, and Bolvar's like, body is being like hung like spread eagle above the throne. Oh, shit. And he's like all charred and shit. Yeah. Ah. Um, and then, yeah, so then we fight the Lich King, and then this is when he tells us his plan. Basically, everything that he set before us was a test. If we beat that test, then we were worthy to become his subordinates now. He was going to raise us all as Scourge. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then um, our good buddy Paladin that's helping us, who I haven't mentioned by name for reasons, um, he breaks free of his trap. And he races us all on his side again instead, oh. and then we kill Arthas. Oh! Finally. And then I showed you the death cinematic of Arthas dying. Yes. Um, this is the cutscene where King Tyrannus finally, you know, helps Arthas pass on. Yes! It's all sweet and stuff. And then Bolvar tells us that there must always be Lich King. Yep. And he dons the helm of domination himself. Such self-sacrifice. Yep. Yeah, so he sits... On the throne as the Lich King. I I do want to go more into Bolvar, but there's so much more since then that I'm going to leave it for another episode. You hear that, Bolvar? We're coming for you. Yeah, he, he deserves he deserves his own, his own episode. Um, but the Lich King does come back as Legion uh, as part of the Death Knight campaign against the Legion. Okay. And that's when all the Death Knights are like working together, Horde and Alliance. Um and yeah and there's there's some tinfoil hat stuff that i can definitely get into which is yeah that'll be super fun um as for arthas himself he still seems to be on the minds of a few characters which we've seen in uh warbringers i don't think i've actually shown you these ones but we've seen it in jaina as well as sylvanas's warbringers yeah um and it's kind of haunting oh uh, and we've also seen something as recently as Battle for Azeroth uh, with Jaina. Okay. So, uh, can't wait to talk to you about that. Woo! Um, 
So now let's head back into trivia. Trivia! So the pre-patch event, the play leading up to Wrath, uh, was a callback to the Corrupted Blood incident, which I'm not sure if you've heard of. No. This is actually pretty famous um, because uh, like, I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet, but it was something that was actually used to study epidemics in the real world by oh, the really? WHO. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because like, basically there were people trying to heal it. Yeah. There were people just running away from it. Yeah. There were people just like not going to the city like it was, it was great yeah um and then sawbones did an episode on it oh really did link in discord nice i loved it it was great because like he's played well oh perfect and she's just like uh-huh yeah cool oh so she's me <laughs> yeah <laughs> but she knows all the medical shit so it's great <laughs> um and then in the ruins of Lordaeron, if you have your ambient sound turned up you can actually hear king Terranus getting confused of like Arthas, why the fuck are you here when he kills him? Oh! Yep. <laughs> uh, we know Sylvanas took up leadership of the Forsaken and took over Lordaeron, building the Undercity and the Catacombs below the yeah. city. Um, also, the Halts of Reflection bear striking resemblance to the throne room, especially in Lordaeron. Oh! Um, I mentioned this stuff to a friend just because... Because uh, I was like, oh, this is interesting. And he's like, well, isn't that just because they reskinned stuff? Right, yeah, that was my thought. It was just, like, lazy animating. Well, and it could be, but I think... I don't think so. I think this is actually proof. There's a couple other things that uh, Arthas does, kind of, in his reign as Lich King, that I think that even though he's lost his sanity, it still proves that he's in there somewhere. Maybe. Because yeah. uh, another thing that happened is his horse died. Yeah. And he, the first thing he did, basically, was race his horse. So, Aww. yeah, and, the, and then he's the one who actually built the Citadel. Yeah. So... Yeah, okay. I don't think it was a lazy thing. I think Arthas is there somewhere. Oh. Um, also, Frostmourne replicas exist. I don't have one, but I want one. I want to cut pizza with it. <laughs> some, friends, <laughs> some friends of mine have used it to cut food. Um, and at the end of December 2018, IK Edit released the Wrathgate Cinematic Remastered, which is the one I showed you. Ooh. He went shot for shot and remastered it, and that's going to be the last one for a while because that's a lot of work, which it is totally understandable. IK Edit, I love you. Um, and furthering the Anakin Skywalker similarities of Arthas, <laughs> we have now seen him rise as a Paladin of the Light, fall and rise as a Dark Lord, and then die again. I would argue that it isn't just an Anakin similarity, but a common trope. Oh, definitely. But I, I, I specifically need to mention Anakin because I'm a Star Wars nerd. Fair enough. I fight with a lightsaber. I have to. Come on. Um, boop, 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 boop. Oh! What? Um, I go to the Poi Night at Tuesday nights in the park, like the Fire Poi, when everybody kind of goes and spins oh. stuff and whatever. And this one person seen. had these things and it kind of looked almost like two violin bows kind of like glued back to back together and if you'd swing it through the air the right way it, the air would like vibrate against the gut and like oh, it would make it sound like yeah, they had two and they were doing like the swirly whirls and if you like swipe it through the air the right way it totally makes like lightsabery type noises it was super cool okay if my anxiety decides to like cooperate with me i want to go to this with you <laughs> Right? Um, I'm not going this week. Okay, that's but. fine. Uh, my, I don't think my anxiety is good today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and they weren't—they aren't there all the time. But that, like, I don't know. It was like this one magical moment of like, oh, that's so cool. 
you know. I can also bring my lightsaber. You totally could. Yeah, yeah that's the whole point. I go with my hoops. Like. I love light painting with lightsabers too. It's so much fun. Anyways, okay, back to other nerdery. nerdery. Uh, one of the bosses in Nax is a callback to the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Yes, because they're the Four Horsemen. Yep. But one's a lady. Heck <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. Um, also, the like Nax Ramus itself yep. is in an Overwatch map called Blizzard World. Oh, cool. And it's and it's a restaurant called Nax Ramus. <laughs> <laughs> I had to mention that because it was the fucking greatest pun. And then one of my favorite bosses in Ice Crown Citadel, Professor Putricide, is basically Professor Farnsworth. Oh, yes. Good news, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's voiced by Dino Andrade, who's the voice of the gnomes. Ooh. Yeah, who I've mentioned before. Gnomers. Uh, but yeah, so check us out at Discord. Um, Patreon stuff for the machinima. Yeah, yeah. Send, Comment. Yeah. Let us know what you think of from suggestions for machinima, suggestions for sound effects, whether you like my eyebrow tweaks, tweaks. Can you hear my eyebrows moving when I make that noise? I need to know. This is the most important one. That one's the top of the list, and then the machinima, okay? Like, are we clear? Cool. Yeah, okay, cool. And we also need one for shrug. I mean, I just usually say shrug. Eh? <laughs> um, but yeah, so. We would like to thank the Winnipeg Public Library. We record at the Millennium Library here in their beautiful Idea Mill Maker space, and they house us even if we forget to book and show up, just being like, what? We can't record? Yeah. That was bad. I'm sorry. Um, our intro and outro music is by Kevin McLeod, and you can find all of his stuff on his website, incompetech.com. Our wonderful artwork is by our good friend Ben Hoffer. His Instagram is scorpiosuka7 if you would like to check out more of his work. Yeah, and we'll have links to everything in the show notes. Show notes! And then we'll see you... Well, we'll probably see you next this month on Patreon. No. No, because... Okay. The plan is to start filming it in September which is this month and then release it starting in October so we'll see you next month on Patreon we'll see you next month for a new episode of this lovely show that we make heck yeah best show ever yeah I mean it's one of my favorites anyway that's that's not me like trying to stroke my ego that I actually really like the show of course (laughs) you're supposed to like the things that you create if you don't like it what, what what's the point that's true See you next time. Yeah. So uh, we'll notice you next time. Bye.